Somebody was rocking out though. That's yeah, why I was bro. like, what the fuck? What kind of concert is this? That nigga day, but I think it be random times, nigga. I just be walking around, nigga. Next thing I know, I'm toast and spaghetti. Why is that French fries? Nigga, you smell like French fries. Broke ass nigga. This nigga Calvin got a cruise. This nigga's robbed this nigga. We hot. Yeah, it is hot. Yeah, let's do it. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Irresponsible Podcast. Yep. I'm your host, G-Jack. Uh, no lady this week, uh, as far as Ty. She got stuck with some prior engagements, but we do have Nick Freeze. Light skin on Viv stepping in. What's the deal? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and always, we got oh, Trent. Man, what the guan. And of course, we always keep a lovely crowd in the house. Uh, you'll definitely hear everybody's voices at one point. Absolutely. But coming off fresh off of 4th of July, whatever that means uh, to y'all, I'm still celebrating Juneteenth, even though it's July 4th or July 5th. That's another Saturday. You know, just another day, barbecue, maybe. Drunk a little extra, but facts. wasn't hey, no real celebration. Facts. No lie. But uh, today is my nigga Saeed's birthday, so hey. let's shout that nigga out. Shout out to Saeed. One of the illest out here rapping and shit. He always blesses my nigga Nick Freeze with a dope verse. And absolutely, likewise. absolutely. So definitely tap in with both of them. Yes, sir. So yeah, that, uh, shit, it's my nigga birthday today. Um, yesterday, nigga, we just at the crib, you feel me? I don't think people understand, like, we still, like, as black people, we still like firecrackers and, like, barbecues. That is not limited to... Niggas be pyros. Independence Day. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like... Techniques. And so, so, um... And then shout out to uh, all the Tuskegee homies. Uh, I, I, yesterday was their Founders Day, you feel me? Shout so, out to uh, Tuskegee. That's, that's what they celebrated on the mic. Nasty Nash. Bang banging on the mic. Blizzy hey, Blake. Hey, hey. You know what I mean? We out here. To you, you know. But yeah. We don't. You know, this, com- <laughs> <laughs> this Corona nah. shit still popping off and shit, <clears throat> despite everything going on. Shit, it might even delay the NBA return. Um, that shit is looking sketchier day by day. Uh, Florida is just a fucking hotbed. They doing 10,000 new cases a day, bro. Yeah, this shit is average, wild. That's nasty. And I just don't see how uh, they're just going to press this uh, NBA return in the midst of all of this. But even though uh, that shit, it is what it is. Niggas got to social distance through it. But how did y'all social distance, social distance yesterday? Like barbecuing and shit? Or did y'all? Or did y'all just kept it light? We, I mean... We kept it like we didn't have like no function and shit, but we were just at the house chilling. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing out out of the ordinary. You feel me? Like this is we basically did the same shit we do every weekend. You feel me? Like we gonna drink, nigga. We gonna eat. Um, exactly. You know, uh, the neighbors invited us over though, so we did. Uh, we did go next door. Uh, some young boys. They a lot got of a love? lot of love. A lot of love. love. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, but. I said, bro, just went went to the rooftop to look at everybody else do the fireworks. You feel me? Didn't really have to go nowhere. That's the dope shit about having a solid roof set up. But, yeah, it's like Trent said, bro, it was Saturday. You feel me? Where is it, I mean, my my cousin, she her neighborhood usually throw, like, an annual block party. So, but I went out there. It was cool. Like, it, it was. How was the vibes for that? Was people masked up and shit? Or nah, was it kind of like. Probably not. Yeah. Nah, nah. But, like, I love they set up. It's, it's cool. It's out in the OC. But okay. what it is, is like they live in a little cul de sac and shit. So every house, like, they have their respective families and everybody. Just everybody kicking it in their garage. 
with the with the door open and shit. So it's like you can house hop if you want to. Yeah. But yesterday it was like on some normal shit. It just seemed like a dope ass Saturday where everybody was outside. It wasn't really no over the top Fourth of July celebrations. <clears throat> I mean, it was cool. Yeah, um, yeah no, nah, I, I didn't feel weird about it or nothing. Uh, the social distancing thing. I don't think people was like privy to the six feet, but I can tell that it was light compared to what it could have been. Just, everybody was just chilling. Did you wish anybody a happy Fourth of July? Uh, no. Okay. So because good. that's just not me. Yeah. Even when shit wasn't popping like this, I wasn't a big happy Fourth. Yeah. Like, Bro, I seen niggas. Uh, I, obviously, I seen people outside. It was like happy Fourth, and I'm good day. I didn't say nothing back. You feel me? People text me. <laughs> Hit me on the gram. Hey, happy for it. Yeah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big celebrator of that. But <clears throat> by any chance at all, did you uh, get a Pop Smoke album a spin this weekend? Yeah, I ran through. I, I want to say I gave the first half a solid, like a good listen, and then just got caught up doing other shit. But um, I'm not mad at it at all. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke, first and foremost. You feel me? Rest in peace. Rest um, in peace. Yeah. It, it definitely. I. I would have liked to hear what he wanted it to sound like, but but I'm 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 not mad at it at all. It was definitely the most um, diverse sounding Pop Smoke album I think I've heard thus far. Yeah, which can be a good or bad thing. Yeah, depending on if you really wanted him to lean more into his his sound that he was really building before he passed away. But also I know when it comes. To, time to create an album people do venture off and try to craft those hits you gotta try new stuff so i'm like <clears throat> i'm kind of deciphering whether like okay is this an organic track or is this executive production going on right now it's posthumous yeah but posthumous. at the same time <clears throat> like you said i'm not mad at it it's a solid offering um i'm gonna give it some more spins we st- definitely still fresh on it so it's hard to give it a total judgment but i did like some of the tracks on there um and I definitely think a few of the tracks have potential as far as staying power. Mm-hmm. I think he's projected to go number one. <clears throat> Word. Shit, so that's a great thing. It's lucky a light week, wasn't it, though? I mean, not to no, no, take no. anything away no, from 100%. the album. Um, well, Westside Gun, he dropped his album. Um, I got to Yesterday? Yeah, Westside Gun dropped his album, his Shady debut at that, which is kind of weird. I'm like, damn. Like, he's still the, getting yeah. high off the last joint, yeah. so... But I'm gonna give it a spin. I haven't really got to it just yet, but Absolutely. I'm always gonna listen to the fly guy whenever you give an offering. And, uh, oh, damn. Shit, uh, I don't think those are the only two people that dropped, but definitely the most uh, important on my list. Uh, what you think about the Pop Smoke album, Trent? Uh, I'm gonna keep it hot. Um, I heard of Pop Smoke before his untimely passing, but I didn't really get into his music until he passed. Just so I can be privy on to like. I saw all the love being shown, so it's like I felt a little bad because I wasn't hit to what what the sound was. But then once I, I started diving into his projects, it's like, all right, I've heard his music in passing, so it's like I do fuck with it. Yeah. It, it was cool. I have not given this current album uh, the attention it deserves, but I have been revisiting his older projects and yeah. What did you think about all the controversy surrounding it up to the release? With like. <clears throat> The artwork being a big uh, so, debacle early on and shit. I mean, we we had a pre-production discussion about it. Virgil uh, Abla. Yeah. yeah. Abla. My take was, Fifty is a marketing genius because 
my personal thought was I didn't think Virgil did that initial. That could have been a rough draft. Rough, rough draft. Yeah, like I I see the vision. Please. Nah, I mean this is this is uh, my artist processing brain. So it's like I can see where you was going with it, but if you was putting that out as the final product, yeah, nigga, you deserve the slander. But I didn't think that at first. Like I saw all the hate and shit, but then seeing how Fifty started maneuvering after the backlash came, it's like, oh nah, nigga, you are flipping this into. I don't think it's much. I'll preface it like this: I don't think Pop Smoke's album would have got the love that it's getting had Fifty not did what he did. Because we're such in a a microwave society, I think we we'd have been on to the next thing. If you didn't constantly hear his name, you probably would have forgot that he had an album coming. And I think Fifty was smart enough to see that. And I love what he was doing. Uh, Yo, if you're a graphic designer or whatever. Put out your best work. I'll post it and see if we can run with it. Mind you, I think they still had their original their, their so decision. Well. Yeah, the decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. They had their decision already made, but it's like it's dope. And then it was a win-win for everybody. Like, oh, if you put some nice shit out there, he posted your shit. Yeah, it may not have been on Pop Smoke shit, but then you got artists that's up and coming or big name artists that see your work on 50's page. Like, yo, that that is great. Uh, advertising for everybody. It's great engagement too with the fans. Word, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, engagement is where it's at. For yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, definitely rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Absolutely. I think it's definitely unfortunate that we, uh, in this era, we've definitely seen a lot of people who just, who just gone away too early and shit. And then just even outside of our era, like just traditionally, like it seemed like a lot of our great artists are taken away from us way too soon. And I just have to pose this question out of curiosity. Um, if you could resurrect the life of one artist that's passed away, who would it be and why? Um, so honestly, I would say the one that hurt the most, and that was probably Nip. Yeah, that I want to be that guy, but uh, you said artist. Yeah, yes, specifically musical artists. Yeah, Kobe Bean Bryant. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we can't hey, get high. That's a whole different conversation. He's in that category, bro. so hey, I'm not mad at him. That is uh, for sure, but yeah, I would say because um, I mean, you know, people pass away all the time. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, it's a part of life, but. You know, you remember where you was at when you heard the Nip news, when everything was confirmed and shit, and you just knew, you knew what what the the foundation he laid. You you knew where he was going because he was always telling us. You know what I mean? So, if it was one person, that that that, that's the first to come to mind. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, no, honestly speaking, Nip probably would. Nip might be my choice too, because. Again, I was... It's, it's weird as fuck. I got a homie in college. That's like my brother. I had all the Nips projects on my MacBook. And so he would have me like load his music up on his phone. But I had never really tapped in, although I downloaded it. Because being from L.A., everybody know who Nipsey is. Or you heard about the grind and the come up and stuff. So it's like... He's the DNA of L.A. Like Exactly. But in respect, uh, respect to Nipsey, he was like... For me, it's the same with the Pop Smoke situations. Like, I wasn't really heavy on all of Nipsey's music. Like, I've heard Crenshaw in passing. 
I gave Mailbox Money a couple spins, but I didn't really know much about it until he passed. And then it's like I dove, I dove into Victory Lap, and it's like, oh nah, he was about to do something. Bro, Victory major. Lap is probably my favorite Nipsey project. I mean, you know, it's the album. It's obviously, you know, that's what you put a lot of time and effort into, nigga. But that that is some great fucking music, dog. You can tell Top that. to bottom. Who was it that said like yo? Uh, it might have been a whole take. Where he was saying that you live your whole life to make your first album. Yeah. It's like you can tell that a lot. He went through a lot to get to that point, and it's just like <sighs> I know that shit's called Victory Lap, but it's like that's a beautiful finish line that he crossed with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I definitely. I don't know. I don't think it's an argument that could be made, and I don't I exactly don't think it's a right or wrong answer in asking this question. Um, Definitely would want to see Nipsey live out the rest of his life with everything that he had going on in his career and everything. But outside of uh, Nipsey, of course, uh, Tupac and Biggie come to mind just because just their age, you know, they died so young. And, Bro, that's wild. You know, even if they, you know, would have fell off musically, just they had so much life left to live. Absolutely. And that's what even makes me want to throw this other name in the fold, which is Aaliyah. <clears throat> I feel like Aaliyah, she died so young, and she was, like, essentially a child star when we met her. And I'm just curious to see how big she would have took it, especially seeing how Rihanna has this uh, conglomerate going on with uh, Fenty and everything, and then just seeing everything that Beyonce has going on. I think Aaliyah would have been that timeless beauty just for anything off of, like, her image. She would have just been like an icon just from that standpoint and I'm just curious to see what the rest of her like life would have looked like yeah I think honestly she would have propelled like so high you feel me because she was like literally the first one that was like propped up to be you know what I'm the saying next. The, the next like icon you know and she she was like hella young, bro. Like twenty one, twenty two. Feel me? Honestly, what's did multiple movies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Young, like Michael Jackson type. Yeah, just like she was so young. I mean, even with the catalog she has now, she could have stopped making music and like performed that for the rest of her life. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Still sold out shows. Type she would have been an incredible legacy act. Yeah, like an ultimate. Bro, and then, that would have been. Can you imagine? Like going to a. She was a triple threat. She sung, she acted, and she she danced. Now to the level that you want to say that she did each of those things, that's yeah. another debate. Yeah, that part. But she did it, and she was kind of surviving. I don't think there is an Aaliyah movie that I did not enjoy. I mean. Uh... I didn't see Queen of the Damned. I'm, I didn't. All right. I didn't. It's, see it's, 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 it's cool. It's cool. I don't. Uh, DMX wasn't the greatest actor either, but I enjoyed his movies as well. So DMX got hard movies. What was bro. DMX's yeah. best movie? In Probably movie. my favorite is Never Billy, Die Alone. But I don't know what his best is. Thank you. Yeah. Never, I would say Die, Never Alone, Die Alone too. Yeah. Is that, that your was... favorite or his best? Ah, uh, mm, probably his that, best. That might be his best. Yeah. Because I didn't. I'm a Belly's not a wrong answer though, nigga. That's I didn't my see Belly favorite, until, like, I can't say that's his best. Bro, we was watching uh, Belly and uh, and Mastro oh, yeah. for Teresa's birthday. We had we nigga eat lamb chops and shit. You feel me? <laughs> watching Belly on the big screen, bro. Mad niggerish with it. You feel bro, me? I love it. <laughs> but nah, uh, I think Aaliyah definitely would have been an interesting uh, career to Hell see. Yeah. 
She almost reminds me of, uh, even though the the demises weren't under the same circumstances, she definitely reminds me of, like, Sharon Tate. Um, you know, Sharon Tate was killed in the Manson murders or whatever, and she was a young a star on the rise. Pregnant, just that too. beautiful talent. Yeah. She's about to have a baby. You know, that and she story just, is wild. She just kind of reminds me of, like, that was, like, our... Our Sharon Tate. You know? Or, um... Marilyn Monroe, she died pretty young. Yeah, well, she, she lived. Uh, Marilyn Monroe is definitely. Um, I can't really say I'm too familiar with Marilyn Monroe, to be honest with you. She looked good. Yeah, y'all yeah, mean we know the speculations with movies. JFK. My Marilyn Monroe is Dorothy Dandridge. You know what I'm saying? Keep it hot. Um, Josephine going, Baker's and Lena like Horne. Like yeah, yeah. I'm talking. A modern day Marilyn. Uh, you said Monroe, right? Yeah. In my book, it would be. Uh, Y'all might look at me weird, but Felicia Rashad. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Like, I think that's one of the current timeless beauties that we have. Felicia Rashad, yeah. yeah. She looked just like my grandmother. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Never introduce. Never. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, chill, nah, chill, I'm, chill. I'm, 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 yeah. Pam Greer is the ultimate woman. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yeah. But, um... Yeah, speaking of artists that we would love to resurrect careers of, I think we would all love to resurrect Ooh, the old shit. Kanye. My bad, not to double back to that. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take back that nitpick because you said okay. it. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> gonna... <laughs> okay. Pause. That was wild. Uh, Mac. Okay. All right. Yeah. I would definitely right. say Mac. I, I love what he was gearing to do. And you yeah, can tell it with, his, with the Swimmies album. Easy Mac with the cheesy raps. Who the fuck is Mac Miller? Man. Yeah. But yeah. I Mac Miller is a great choice. And um, yeah, we definitely got to keep his name alive. Because he was a great creative and just a funky ass fucking musician. Like, right. all in all. Like, nothing else I could say beyond that. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. But um, an artist that I think we would all love to resurrect the career of is the old Kanye that we all like originally mm. fell in love with the college dropout, yeah. uh, late registration, uh, first five, you know, is a uh, that Kanye, yeah. yeah. But he recently uh, had a string of announcements titled it "Worst Day Ever." So it started with the Yeezy partnership with Gap, <clears throat> something that uh, if you follow Kanye's catalog, something he rapped about a lot early on working at Gap and shit. So. It's kind of uh, interesting to see that he has a partnership with them with the Yeezy clothing line, and I'm assuming that is going to be, you know, that clothing line that he said that would be at an affordable price for everyone. But we shall see. Product has not been dropped yet. Uh, also, he announced the Kissy Ghost cartoon that's going to be animated by Takashi Murakami, voiced by himself as well as Kid Cudi, based off of their project Kissy Ghost. Which should be interesting. Uh, based off of Takashi Murakami doing the animation, I'm curious just to see it. Uh, I think we all can agree he's a great artist yeah. of our generation, and um, it's definitely made a lot of moments. So, just to see this animation alone would be interesting to see, and I'm curious. And then also this new album, uh, executive produced with Dr. Dre, God's Country. Uh, he dropped a single uh, called Wash Us in the Blood. It was cool. Um, I'm not really a big fan of the the Kanye that we've been getting lately, post uh, Pablo. But um, I'm curious to hear this album because you can't deny Yandre. 
Like, those are two of the greatest musicians of this past two decades. Three, four decades, if you really want to talk about it. Um, talking about Dre. And um, so I'm just curious to see what this collaboration is going to bring. Um, it's been a lot of chatter around it. I was really uh, tripping off seeing Snoop Dogg kind of being geeked about it because... I mean, I Snoop thought they had problems. But <laughs> Snoop is going to forever be indebted to Dr. Dre. So it's like, I don't think he'll ever badmouth anything with Dre's name. You got to support? Huh? You got to support it? Yeah. Um, what are your expectations? Because I know the last time Ye got this, um, he got this adventurous was with the seven song projects. And they didn't really pan out to be bruh. exactly what people wanted it to be. So. <laughs> So, me personally, I think it's it, it looks a little overly ambitious, and the best way that I can compare it is to Malone and Peyton joining the Lakers. Okay. Great players on their own in their respective lanes, but when they came together, that shit just did not work. I wasn't like that. feeling that single. You I, personally. I, I can't even say I disagree. Yeah, yeah, uh, just as I haven't been really into the latest Ye projects, it's been the same for Dr. Dre. So, yeah, I can't say like based off of their recent track record that I'm excited. So, I definitely can agree with that. What you think, Freeze? To keep it a bean, rest in peace, Mamba. I have not been excited for new Kanye music for a long time. You feel me? How far back? Yeah. Probably post Pablo. You okay. feel me? Same. Same shit, yeah. So, um, I mean, the fact that him and Dr. Dre are working together is cool because, you know what I'm saying, those are great musical minds, but I'm I'm not really excited about it. You feel me? Like, I, I don't really see the Kanye that I like coming back. It's just the, the same shit with somebody else. So, um... And but the cartoon, <clears throat> I'm definitely excited for that just because I know Kanye's mind creatively, you know, and it's like I want to see what he is able to, to to animate and put together. And do we know anything about the cartoon? Like, is it uh, a show? Is it a, is it a show or a movie? That's that we, don't, we know. don't know. I'm not sure. It could just be a small capsule of a cartoon. Yeah. It would be dope if so. One thing that I, 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 I'll say that I will always love about Ye is he does give you an experience. Yeah. So I want to say it was for My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and for 808s. He did a short film. It'd be dope if they did a, a short animated film to the album. Kiss Bro, all of Kanye's animated videos are hard. Now just imagine if but he just does. just the experience. Like that Bro, nigga. take Kanye name out of it. You talk about Miracami. That's just going to be flawless. Like, and then... Niggas love Cuddy. Niggas exactly. love Yay. That's what I'm so like, exactly. That shit is gonna be interesting. Exactly. Like, I, I don't want to put be. too much hype on it because it could. Someone that can really execute. Yeah. The vision. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. A, a true you artist. Know, yeah. yeah. Someone artist. who's mastered his craft. But yeah, like if you look at his track record, like I think I'm not too jazzed about this current album because, like, all right, if it comes out this year, we in a fucked up situation because if you look back at what he does, like his the success of his projects depend on the people coming together. So it's like, uh, damn, what's the point? So I don't know what he did for College Dropout, but I know late registration, he did the late orchestration where he did a whole concert series with a live orchestra. Uh, 
graduation was the Glow in the Dark tour. I don't recall what 808s was, but the St. Pablo tour, Watch the Thrones, like every album that he puts out has a an experience with it. The Yeezus yeah. tour when he had Jesus. I mean, people was knocking that shit, but it was an experience. Even up until this last album, like you look at Ye, the Wyoming listening parties, the gospel album, he had the Sunday service. So it's like, although you may not have rocked with it, it was a dope experience tied to it. I don't know what can come out of this this current album that he's doing with Dre. It's going to be interesting because the powers that be are definitely, um, will be aligned for that yeah. one. Um, I got a question. Go ahead, Nash. Hey, shout out to Gap, though. They're about to have 30 different tans. Did you expect, or do, with it. did you expect any other of those dope experiences to come from the album? Did you, like, did, like, the same way that we don't experience, like, we don't know what to expect with every album. It's something different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, would you say that and that dope experience that you talk about just so happens to come with Dre and Kanye? It'll be hard because I can't tie... Dre gives us classic albums. I can't tie an experience to Dre's classic albums. Ye has classic albums. I can tie classic experiences to his classic albums. Would you say you weren't around during that time when the albums... I mean, what one? Young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying because that Up in Smoke tour, that was a moment. That, that was a moment. You're right, you're right. You are right. Smoke was a moment. The Chronic tour was a yeah. moment. The whole Death Row era was a moment when the Chronic dropped. That kicked everything off. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Doing things in the city. A moment, in, yeah. a moment in hip hop, but we were kids. True. We didn't see it. We see Kanye. So is this going to be like a gospel watch the throne or what are we looking at? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't doubt that it's not going to be good music. I mean, it's Kanye and Dre together. I just don't think it's going it's gonna to be for me. But this is the thing. Um, well, I got two points. We got two billionaires collaborating, quote unquote, hip hop billionaires collaborating on a project. So if there was a moment to be had, I think it definitely would come between, you know, just under those circumstances alone. They can fund it. You know, however, um, at this stage of any artist's career, even if they're like, some are my favorite, I really don't expect much, to be honest with you. Um, I think Ye and Dre, they're both past their prime. Um, I appreciate the artists who are able to deliver great albums later in their careers, but I recognize that that is far and few. In That's between. a skill within itself. You know, especially in rap. Like, let's be honest with you. Like, uh, it's really hard to do in rap, and um, I really don't hold them to high expectations. Like, I'm gonna check it out. I'm curious to see what it does and what it produces, but at the same time, uh, I think I got my favorite shit from Ye at this point. I don't think I'm going to get anything better than that. And that's going to go the same for Dre, as well as several yeah. other artists. Um, Jay-Z dropped a 444, and that was a surprising you know, album to a lot of people that he's still able to display a level of greatness on a different type of sound and just content that we're used to from him. But outside of that, everybody's not able to do that. And I accept it. Like, it is what it is. Question. Would you feel like Drake could have his, his moment where it's more like not necessarily resurrection, but taking a level? We haven't heard like a full album with Dr. Drake having his hand with a, like a full Kendrick album with Dr. Drake having his hand on everything. 
So I would. Would be, you think would, about it? No. Cause y'all did y'all hear the chronic freestyles with Kendrick? I didn't. Uh, like he he did a freestyle to all of those chronic instrumentals. So I, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't think those are freestyles. I think they just took verses and mashed them with chronic. But, but see, but see how it sounds. You get what I'm saying? So. I think that's a better pairing because Kendrick be rapping. That's what I'm saying. I I don't know what a whole Ye album on a Drake beat would sound like. I'm, I don't think I would like that. What is an example of a totally produced Dr. Dre album? Doggy style. Is the that to, is totally Drake? Top to top to bottom. I would say that's probably his crown jewel. Um, or the chronic. I mean, or the chronic. All all of, all of those. But 2001, we can't say the same thing. Why? Because he's had, he's had, and outside of Scott Storch, he has Melman doing some shit. But I mean, that's with every project. But he, every single production, if you really look at it, yeah, it's a lot of hands in it. It's hands I, I in it. it. But, but that was still a Drake sound. It's still though. his sound. He True. picks the sounds, he picks the samples. Okay, so I'll take it outside of his albums. Like, so Snoop is a good one. Has he fully produced the Eminem album? Yes. So I would say those will probably be his two crown jewels. Outside of that, how many times has he done that? I, so the way that you broke it down, it really makes me hammer on my my thoughts. Like we talking about rapping ass niggas. Yeah. Eminem is a rapper. Snoop is a rapper. Ye is an artist. Yeah. We love Ye for his soulful samples and the different shit. I don't think Dre sound and Ye sound. Meshes probably the reason. Well. No, yeah. I think it. This is the thing. I think Dre's mixing is going to be the key factor. I don't necessarily want to hear uh, Dre's production style, but I do want to hear that cleanness. That pretty Dre much him, having his hand in engineering. But we love Pablo because some of that shit was sloppy. Yeah. Uh, we do, but if it wasn't, we would love it even more. I don't feel. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. Um. Yeah, me personally, I just don't see where Dre is at right now and where Ye is at right now with Meshwell. Yeah, it'll be interesting because even though I think Devil in a New Dress is a great song by Ye, I'm curious to what it would have sounded like mixed by Dre. Ooh, that'd be different. I played Trent. Remember the two songs? I played... Side note, that is Ross's best best verse ever. Yes, and Ross and Dre have a it's nice a working history. relationship. You're right. What you call them? Um... I played. He dropped a song with Ti, and they resampled the beat to what was it? A A Marie and Fabulous song. Same um, beat, two totally different sounds. Oh yeah, Dre shit sounded magical. Yeah, like, it's uh, slapping. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like you hear everything. Yeah, that's why I give Dr. Dre's credit for his ear. It's not necessarily like oh Dre is gonna give you a little bomb ass beat every time as far as oh a slap, but as far as it's make sure that makes it quality. Ninety five and ninety eight percent of the it time, it sound like the instruments is in there. Like every yeah. single one, I say probably another that's a good average. Yeah, uh, majority of it slaps. Yeah. It slaps. I didn't really enjoy the Compton album. I might have to revisit it though. It's the quality of sound, but the thing is, but that's also like another Anderson album. album. But, yeah. But, but, <laughs> yeah, but all, pretty much. But uh, but just think about it. he didn't have his hand, he had his hand on the engineering, but not every single beat was his. But it was his album. You get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But and he had so. a lot of uh, spitters on there. Yeah. My thing is, I love for when a producer puts. A great artist on, and I think that's traditionally what we see in hip hop. Like, if really we go back him, to him, particularly, 
True, but I think he's brought a lot of great artists. And granted, that could be a lot of great producers, but I just go back into the days of like Marley Maul, like in the 80s, where he had a whole crew based like, okay, all right, I'm gonna produce a whole crew off my sound. And we could say Dre did that like early when in WA and shit, but I just wish he would have did it more to where it was like super stamped. Like when we see a Pharrell introduce the clips, and we know this is like full Snoop collaboration. Dre. Like, Outside of M and Snoop, who is Dre really put on? What's your definition of put on? That's what I'm saying, because all of them, you got to think, all of them artists, he was all over the creativity during that, bro. Because YG said he's the only one to make it out out the West without Dre. But that's not true. Nip did it as well. Yeah, Yeah. but he said that pretty. Yeah, Yeah, he might be right. He, He might be. Yeah. But um talking about all this LA shit and all this LA production shit. It's yeah, a conversation we that we all all wanted to talk about West for a Coast. minute. And um I'm not sure exactly when the show is gonna come back, but season four of Snowfall should be returning Can't in the wait. next month or so. Nigga, rest in peace to John Singleton. Rest in peace to John Always. Singleton, man. Great visionary. Represent from the West Side. But I recently went back and watched the show from episode one. All the way up to caught up to up to recent, and this shit is just a great show. And I just want to have a you know just a quick discussion on what do you expect in season four, and just what are some of your great, greatest moments of the show thus far. I want to see how the nigga bounce spoiler back. Alert. You feel me? Yeah, yeah spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. If you ain't you seen it. Up, no, no, it's yeah, you, you slipping. Point, yeah. I want to see how he bounced back. You know what I mean? Yeah. After. Uh, being shot and shit, you feel yeah. me? Having to walk in the cane. I want, I, I, I want to see how they, uh, how old girl is. You know what I'm saying? What they gonna do with her? That's it's gonna be gonna a situation. Be terrible to see him kill the love of his life, man. Cause he already killed her daddy. I don't think he gonna have to kill her though. Nah, he gotta kill her. She gonna do it to herself somehow. Nah, she gonna OD. You think something gonna happen? He probably to just get her strung Louis, the fuck out. Louis man, can do it. yeah, anybody can do it, but. Just him having to go he through that process. It, yo. Yeah. It's crazy to see that uh, dynamic of uh, seeing Wanda get strung out. Man. And, you know, him. She really looked like a crackhead, yeah. bro. That was, that was so great. I haven't seen nobody acted as a crackhead, acted as a crackhead that well since Holly Berry Man, and Samuel yeah. Jackson. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like this. What'd you think about Kendrick and Power? It was entertaining, but... It wasn't as good, though. That wasn't yeah. That was Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. that was Kendrick playing it wasn't like, great acting. That was Kendrick yeah. doing the skin. She, I really think she was on that shit, bro. bro. Method acting. You feel me? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't worth it. <laughs> I mean, unless you get that... Nah, never mind. I was gonna say... I mean, Samuel Jackson was actually on it, so I guess... Bro, a lot of people yeah, were... Was digging deep. A lot of people were Barry, on like, that first shit. three roles was crackheads. Bro. Like losing Isaiah's fucking uh, oh, Jungle yeah. Fever. Yeah. She played a crackhead in another movie too. If I can recall. Yeah. Make yeah. That was that Make shit. You wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Them niggas was high. That shit Hollywood is weird. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But man, nah, nigga, that's a great ass show, bro. I, I low key, uh, I think I'm gonna go go through that shit again, bro. Gotcha. For sure. Definitely. One of my favorite, you know, nigga, when that nigga was it? Break this shit. Brick, 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 nigga. What? Nigga, I just, Dog, bro. Randomly throughout the day, bro. I'll probably say that <laughs> shit like at least two, three bro, times. As a side, uh, Damson Indris, who plays Franklin, uh, 
I had doubts about him at first, only because I was like a little thrown off when I found out he was from the UK. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, damn, like, he really don't know what he playing. Like, you yeah. know, like, he doesn't have that background. But I guess with me knowing that and seeing the great role that he's playing, it adds to his brilliance as an actor because he's doing a great job. And um, I know Dub C is his dialect coach. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> that was, <laughs> that that was the, the funniest shit that. I've heard in a long time. But he's doing of a great people. job. <laughs> They're really doing a great job. You man. know who would kill that Shout role out to if C. they was ever to recast it or if they just did the casting different? Big um, Freeze. Hey. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about yeah, it. Yeah. But, uh, damn, what is Ashton Sanders? I think that would have been a good role for him. I'm 50 50 on Ashton Sanders. I like him as an actor. Um, I seen a recent movie he did on Netflix. Um, I, I know what you're talking all about. All Day and the Night. Yeah. It was, it was solid. Um, and I even seen his job that he did on the Wu Tang show. And I know he's a, he's a hometown kid, so shout out for that for sure. Got a flick with Denzel. But um, okay. I'm, I'm curious to see what else he does. Um, I think he's a greater actor than the roles that he's given. Yeah, so, the only thing is I don't like that he is typecast yeah. in damn near all of his roles. Like, So he, I want to see him in something different. Yeah, he has portrayed, like he showed that he has the chops to step out of that realm. I would just like to see. I'm with you. I like to see him outside of those kind of roles. Oh yeah, but I'm with you as far as uh, the look and just being uh, that aesthetic of someone to play a vintage person from the '80s. I think he would definitely nail that. I yeah. think that Franklin has that look as well. Ironically, too, I guess him not being from America maybe adds to that. But right. I think he has that look as well too. So he definitely would fall in that role, especially if we want to compare him to. Freeway, Ricky. Yeah. He definitely looks like him. But uh, I'm definitely curious to see where season four goes. Uh, rest in peace to John Singleton. Looking at the credits on every episode, I noticed that he didn't direct every episode even when he was alive. Mm. Or write every episode when he was alive. So um, I, I have good faith that they'll be able to keep up the production. Still in good hands. Yeah. But I'm um, definitely looking forward to it. And... I just think it's a great show. If you haven't watched it, or if you've been sleeping, or if you Do fell off of it, we find out what's what's up with old girl, the Spanish shorty. Yeah, that's the one. That's the biggest mystery for me, yeah. Lucia. Yeah. yeah, Lucia. I'm Shout looking out to her. She's gonna have oh. a comeback like Shorty from Fast and Furious. Come back from the dead. I'm gonna hate that. Bro, Fast and Furious used to be about street racing. Yeah, now they superheroes. Bro, I don't know what it's about now. It's just action. (laughs) (laughs) It's missions every time. (laughs) It's shit blowing up. Niggas is driving fast. Nigga, growl. You know what I mean? That's it. Talking about uh, snowfall and shit, we know they get their hustle on in the show. Um, Some niggas probably resorting back to that. In these economic downtimes uh, due to the coronavirus and shit, we definitely are in an economic recession. Uh, definitely seeing record numbers in uh, unemployment. The deficit definitely decreased this month in July since things have opened back up. But even with that deficit decreasing, we're still at a record high of unemployment and it's projected by the Congressional Budget Office that it'll take about a decade to see a return to pre-pandemic rates. So we're looking about to like 2030, 2031, so we can see like, this is a normalcy as far as employment. But 
we've been here before. It's not exactly been under these circumstances and conditions and shit, but niggas will survive. And I just want to take this time out for you to possibly give some tips to earn extra cash at this time or maybe give a shout out to some places that might be hiring or whatever. Like, Don't sell the rock. It's not worth it. Don't don't go that route. But if you gotta do what you gotta do, don't. <laughs> Who am I to judge, yeah, man? Get it how you know. live. Support so, yeah. your local weed, man. Always, always. If you gonna get your fix, you might as well give it. You know, somebody support black businesses. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I know I'm fortunate to still have my job that I had before the pandemic occurred, and now I'm working from home, so. I know everybody didn't get that option and shit like that. So, you know, we have friends who are creators who want to keep that balance of a budget, who still want to, you know, get their dreams off, but they still have a day job. And in these times, like, what are, you know, some tips that you can think of or how do you get by, like, personally? Like, what are some... Shit, I know with me, um, being an artist and, you know, also... um, having to do the nine to five grind that was like it's a challenge for sure because you know eight to ten hours of your day is you know what i'm saying dedicated to somebody else's dream you feel me you got to work for them you know and it's like you you, you want to do your thing you want to do things for you but you also need the means for it so if you just look at it like the funnel and you know fortunately you know, having a sales job, you can kind of predict, uh, you know, your, your outcome, what you're going to make during certain months. Mm-hmm. That's how you finance everything. You know, that's how you're able to do your videos. That's how you're able to get beats. That's how you're able to get studio time. You know, you got to you gotta bust your ass off doing something to finance your dream. And then once that shit gets rolling, then, you know, you can do that full time. If you if you in that position, but so keep your day job so you don't need your day job. Exactly, you know. I was told to keep your uh, keep your day job until your your side job is making more than your day job. Yeah. You know. Um, so fortunately, some people are able to find those opportunities where they can make that transition quick, and then other people it, it may take a little more time, but just stay dedicated to to the art to being creative and knowing that if you want to get quality work done and you want to get it out that needs to be financed so you got to do something to get that and if, if that happens to be a nine to five we're not shitting on y'all at all you feel me no beats no on over no 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 we love it you feel me because it, when you in that shit you know the people who are in there just because they don't necessarily need to be in there, but it is the best place for them to be while they're doing their shit. Yeah. And it, it's always easy to, to identify those people, you know? Like, some people want to retire 30 years somewhere, and that ain't for everybody. Yeah. I think we all need people, you know, that are willing to play those roles, but at the same time, you know, that's not for you. Definitely should do something about it, because it's definitely possible. I think you're a great example of that, you know, being an artist. Um, I know personally you invest a lot of money and time into your craft. So I figured you have a lot of great tips for that, you know, for anybody who's just getting started or anybody who's contemplating on it or thinking like, damn, is it a good idea? Is it the right time? Like, 
It's no greater time than the presence, and just do it, man. None. It's green light on everything. If if you're gonna if you're gonna do some shit, do it passionately. You know, like that's that that would be my only thing. You know, if you gotta if this is what you love, you're gonna find a way to do that shit. And when you do that shit, nigga, do it with love and do it with passion. Spoken like a true entrepreneur. I'm saying, man, you said it all, huh? Mm-hmm. I just got a second that. Facts. Appreciate y'all. But we're gonna transition into that of having a, you know, passion and main love. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, Let's man. Let's talk about um, it. So this week it's been some revelations <laughs> from uh, niggas told on themselves <laughs> for no reason, bro. From our guy August Alcina. Um, I think we've all been speculating that there's been some funny business between him and Jada for a while now. Uh, I think he tried to spill the beans a couple years ago, but it just wasn't, song. <laughs> it, it wasn't connecting fully. We kind of was like, it wasn't, it wasn't hot enough. Get out of here, August. Wasn't enough, nah. steam, wasn't enough steam coming off. But, you know, now that everybody's sitting and chilling, I think everybody's attention was gathered when uh, he did an interview with Angela Yee. Pretty much opened up about his relationship and uh, said that Can of worms. Will gave him the okay and that him and Jada were in a passionate romantic relationship and uh it's you know it's weird to hear cause you know oftentimes, uh and of course they denied it and oftentimes Publicly. we hear this uh in reverse positions where it might be uh an older guy married to his longtime wife who might have a young mistress or whatever but in this case, August is the mistress in the relationship, <laughs> and uh, God damn. this is a real uh, you, never, me, and he situation. I ain't never seen a nigga called a mistress, bro. So, uh, I mean, you know, shit, the way he acting, <laughs> this is good. So I'm just, I first, first, I want to know y'all reactions to the whole scenario. Are you surprised? Is this something that you think happens more often than we think? Uh, that nigga sound like a woman scorned. Yeah. <laughs> like, react, right? Bruh, so I, I told y'all niggas, man, like, Will, I get it, you feel me? You old now, you might be a little washed, and there's some young boy trying to, you feel me, yeah. give, give your woman the shit you used to give her. Like, let her get that off. If y'all are if y'all already in an open relationship and y'all yeah. swingers like that, like, I see you, Will. But you can't just be tattletelling on yourself like that. Like, do you think they had an NDA at any point? Obviously not. I people mean, break, technically, people are breaking NDAs nowadays. If you listen to what he said, he speaks around, but he never, like, explicitly. When's the last time y'all been hyped for our August Alcina album? Ooh, I've never been hyped for August Alcina since he dropped. Like, I've never enjoyed his artistry. And For I'm real? not trying to shit on him or anything, but that's just me speaking personally. His first album wasn't that bad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not in But I, I say that to say it's like, okay, his first album, I don't think he's had the kind of traction that a, a Black or a Bryson Tiller, like, their projects are anticipated. Every time, it seems like when she, he drops shit, it's a situation tied to it. Oh yeah, this is great promo for his newest shit. They gonna tap in. If that album don't bang, <laughs> what's the point? It's been out. Have y'all heard it? Nah. <laughs> some of it. Some of it. That ass? Some of it. Yeah, nah. If it's on August Alcina, uh, fans or listeners, like, speak on it. Because I'm not privy to his music yeah, personally. At all. I'm only... Uh, 
like aware of his controversies. I can only speak on the first album. To be honest with you. I can't even speak on the first album. Yeah, I know he had the one single, the I, I Love it. it. Yeah, that Trinidad. Yeah. yeah. And see, I forgot Trinidad was on that. And that just lets me know what era that was. He had uh, Chris Brown and Trey Songz on the remix, but then he started beefing with niggas. That's what fucked I remember up. the first controversy yeah. on 106 and Park when it was still around. Damn, all right. Rest oh, in peace to that. Oh, yeah, right. damn. But yeah, when he uh, went off. Is Bow Wow really Mr. 106? Yes. Yeah. He was crowned that too early, though. Honestly. Okay. I think it was okay. indisputable at that point, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I, he got Mr. 106 in Park title in 2001. And 106 in Park came out in 2000. Yeah. And I'm like, if we talk about people's killing in that era, I mean, Ja Rule could have got that if we're really talking about it. You, if we want to talk about Mr. 106 in Park in that era. So I'm looking Who's at Who's killing more Ja or Bow Wow? 56. Before, I'm talking 2000, 2001. So, mm. are you talking about the grand of things, or are you talking about black teenage girls? Shit, if we talking about all of that, I still would throw Ja. Ja had the black teenage girls. I, I, I would have to disagree. Only because he had Christina Million on the hook. She was a black teenage girl at the time. And Vita were like these are young girls on the hooks of these like popping songs, and then you think about the collabs with J Lo. Who's following J Lo? Young teenage girls. Yeah, but I'm 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 looking at it in, in the aspect of like B2K and Chris Brown and True. all them, like the True. kind of effect that that we saw that True. they had on teenage girls. I think Ja was. The older dude that made music that they like, but they can attach themselves to Bow because he was relatively the same age. It's like they, you couldn't really find a girl that didn't have a crush on one of them that I named Brown, Chris Brown, B2K. I'm telling you, when young niggas come up, let them flourish. I I feel will. You feel me? A young nigga wanted to do his thing. Go ahead, let him do his thing. That wasn't our business. (laughs) Yeah, bring it back home. Yeah, nah. I mean, that whole situation is weird. It's funny as hell, but it's weird. I think it's just, yeah, it's definitely funny. Uh, The age factor makes it, you know, the parody for sure. Um, But I think we all knew that Jada and Will was getting down, swinging, doing whatever. Yeah, bro. Um, And I'm just curious, is that something y'all would ever consider? Ever? Even if it's not now? Like, has that something that you ever thought about having an open relationship or open marriage ever? You want to start this off, Trey? I personally think that's some different tax bracket type shit, so I can't even see it for myself. But if that's what I'm saying, like, and I agree with you, uh, I definitely don't think it's for people in a lower tax bracket because it could cause so much drama. Yeah. If you were in that tax bracket, that's why I'm like, it might not be now. Like, do you, like, do you understand it? Or, like, is that something, like... I get you... Some niggas might be married for the look. It, you know, it looks good to be married and shit. But if you're going to subscribe to that lifestyle, like, you might as well be single. You feel me? Like, what's the point of... Well, like, I don't get what an open relationship is like. But what if it's children involved? Then, yeah, we raising children together. Yeah. But, I mean, you might... I, you. Nigga, you still single if y'all doing y'all shit, you feel me? That's that's basically, this is the shit I'm going to put y'all on. That's basically subscribing to the bottom bitch theory. Okay. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah, and it's right. like, I don't want, this This is the crazy part. Bottom bitch is such an endearing term 
that it's just taken wrong because the B word is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we not talking about a lot women of people per se. Aren't, aren't oh, check this out. Check this out. What's the most important part of the house? Foundation. The foundation. Yeah. foundation. House cannot be uh, a house cannot be built on a broken foundation. Where is the foundation of the house? It's at the bottom. Talk it holds it up. You feel me? Talk if you it. if you are referring to someone as your foundation, you feel me? That is blessings and high praise. You know, and that's basically what you're subscribing to. Like I'm gonna do my thing, do all that, but I, I, you know, that's the I, I'm coming back home, or they coming back home to me. You feel me? That's basically the bottom bitch theory. Is that? Um, I think we still need some. <laughs> yeah, cause. Are you looking at it at the aspect of you gonna have the bottom or would you be something? All right, let me put it like this. This it whole goes, bottom no, goes sounds on funny in this whole scenario. <laughs> it goes on both sides. Even if, if y'all if y'all, sw- if y'all swinging like that, then I mean both of y'all got other branches, you know for sure. It's wild that you said that because there is a clip from her show Red Table where they was talking about their marriage and they was referencing. Being on different sides of the house with somebody somebody else, else. and it went over people's head, and her mom had a reaction like, "Yeah, I always thought that was weird." But it's like they pretty much told us how they get down, without really telling us how they get down. So, and they all come together on Sunday for family dinner. Yeah, that's it's a different situation. I mean, you can not say anything bad about their kids because. Yo, we saw how we see how Jaden and Willow's turned out. Whether if you like them or not, those seem to be great human beings. But we've seen early on like the whole parenting style is unconventional. So it's like I'm not surprised. Their, life, their lifestyle is unconventional. Yeah, is that the uh, and granted, like we said, that is another tax bracket. But is that just also indicative of the era that we're in, to where we're unlearning a lot of traditions? And uh, I know we always like. Looked at Kim and Ye, and we were like, that's just untraditional. Like, just because of her background. But then when we assessed this Will and Jada shit to know, like, oh no, we're just life partners, but we do our own thing. It's like, is this just an era to where it's like, whatever is best for the relationship is just best for it? And it's kind of hard to mimic or even look at it as a blueprint because it, it clearly works. Like, we were all looking at Will and Jada as goals. And it's a that now that, that will love. <laughs> and, and now they hear the specifics of their arrangement. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> it's kind of like wow, like okay. So does it just make you look at like you know tradition as maybe that isn't just what it's cracked up to be, and tradition maybe I need to find my own happiness? It. Yeah. Like you make your own tradition. Like yeah. of course they were. We looked at them as a good mold to follow, but. Now we seeing what really made that mold. It's like, all right, do we want to use them same ingredients or do we want to take pieces from here? The Kim and Ye thing. It's like, you can see what you can admire in other people. <laughs> you can see what you can admire in other people and then just take from it what you will. You don't necessarily have to be exactly like them. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a sign of the times because swinging ain't new. Yeah. Like this shit has been around for a minute. We just have access life. to people's private lives life. more than what we had in the past. Shout out to uh, Gabby and uh, D Wade, definitely. Yeah. Like, Didn't he have another baby? Yeah. Didn't he have like a baby or something? Oh, yeah. to my knowledge, D Wade was living. Mellow was too. Yeah. 
<laughs> Why you snitching? Oh, nah, I mean, you probably don't <laughs> <laughs> No, don't tell me. Nah, nah. Chatty Pants. He brought a mellow out of nowhere. Hey, nah, that man, nah. he's, he's good. Nah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna show Mellow love, man. Hey, man, nah, Mellow's a hooper. Niggas be hating on Mellow. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. <laughs> In all aspects of life, nigga. <laughs> Ready to risk it all. Hey, man. We seen the photo. You gotta take that contest three every now and again, man. I mean, what you mean? It's all about percentages. Hey, it's all about percentages. Niggas a Hall of Famer. But yeah. yeah, I was just curious though because um, you know, we're in a new day and age. I feel like uh, outside of the new world order, I happen to go outside with a mask on your face. I definitely think uh, relationships have uh, been taking that leap of uh, getting away from tradition and just pretty much. Just making us new norms and shit, and I don't know, man. It's something that I definitely uh, I study because it's not nothing I'm used to. Mm-hmm, I yeah. think we all grew up on what was considered traditional or whatever, but I think we, we all grew have to up adjust. On our business too. That too, that too. I know. Uh, yes. Everything is very like tabloidish and just shoved in our face with social media and shit, but. Let's not uh, get away from what matters. As much as we talk about this entertaining shit, like, you know, they want to change logos on teams. They want to paint Black Lives Matters in the streets. And I think all of that is beautiful. But I just want to get the killers of Breonna Taylor, like, arrested. Like, everything else is dope. Like, that's dope extracurricular shit. But it's like... We didn't ask for it, by the way. Like, can we just get what we asking for? Like, arrest those killers, man. Like, seriously. Like, it's really ridiculous at this point. Mm, bro. And it's like, why are we getting pacified with every... Aunt Jemima, all that shit is cool. Whatever. Bet. I just, let's done. get let's get priority done first, though. Absolutely. And it's let's wild. not lose sight... Like, let's not lose sight of that. And let's, let's keep the pressure on. Like, for real. It's crazy that the shit that they're changing right now. Like, y'all doing everything that we didn't ask for. But if that's y'all go to, y'all knew this shit was a problem well beforehand. So it's yeah. like, why are y'all doing Duh. this shit right now? You changed the law. <laughs> you you named a law after this woman. Yes, yeah, you won't. Add, you but won't she doesn't have justice. Make so, it make sense, man. Yeah, I've been saying for weeks. A lot of shit is just looking performative. Like I don't understand why the NFL would want to play the Negro National Anthem before the games. Like for what? So other niggas can kneel during our shit. Talking about pander. Come on, what are we really talking about? Talking about pander, like wow, man, fuck that. And and like, how dumb do you think the people are? Pretty fucking dumb, obviously. Like seriously, they think that y'all no, we 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 did a great thing. Like Like, no, man, what the fuck does that mean for us? Like tone deaf is an understatement at this point. It's kind of just like slaps in the face at this point. Like blatant slaps in the face. Like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and be like, oh, maybe they didn't know. It's like nah. They said, fuck you, yo. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Like, like let's like, not sugarcoat it. Damn. That's pretty much what that is. Yeah, it pretty is. much. Like, here, nigga, damn. And it's not what we asked for. And we're not accepting. Like, nah. we're not accepting none of that bullshit. So it's like, you keep it. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep pressing for change. And um, progression is on the way. Like, just keep pushing, y'all. Like, let's not lose sight of the main goals. Like, I always say every week. Maintain your happiness first and foremost, but at the same time, don't lose that fight, man. Like I know we was all riled up in June and shit. 
then shit warmed up, shit started opening up, and tune changed a little bit. Niggas was barbecuing and shit yesterday. I'm Cooties. like, all right, bet. Like, Cooties is still out there. I'm not tripping, but it's like, all right. <laughs> Cooties like, is still out there. Don't lose that energy there. and don't lose that fight. And don't lose sight of what's really going on and shit. Bars. And I know we're supposed to black out our dollars on uh, July 7th. I'm not sure if everybody's aware Tuesday, July 7th. Yeah. Tuesday, July 7th. By the time y'all hear this, black yeah. out today. Today. Support us, though. Facts. We are black on, so... But just support any black-owned businessman. Like, reroute that dollar. Let it circulate through the community. And give it to somebody that looks like you, man. It's going to return. Like, why not? It's great karma. Absolutely. But uh, this was a great episode, y'all. But, you know, we start off with something good. And, you know, we always got to end with something good. So tell me what's good with y'all. Trent Tong. <laughs> Say it again. Another day being black. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely happy yep. about that. Um, shit, we halfway through the year, yo. Yep. I'm, I'm not mad at it. The shit did zoom by. It's been a lot of bullshit, but I'm glad that we're here another day. So I can't complain. A lot of L's, and when Man. I say L's, I mean lessons. Yep. A lot Talk of lessons. A lot of lessons. A lot of love, too. A lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of blessings. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was all mixed up in one. Like, what about you, Priest? Man, same shit. Seeing y'all. You feel me doing this? Yes, sir. Uh, it's always great. Uh, I will uh, shout out myself because I ain't eat a single glizzy yesterday. <laughs> you feel me? Bro, explain the glizzy. <laughs> oh, please. What is bro, this glizzy some, bullshit? It's some DC shit, bro. bro. It's some DC shit, <laughs> bro. Staples. But it's exposing them. Yeah, bro, niggas is wildin', bro. Uh, no so apparently they got they have a problem. They have a problem with hot dogs and links. You feel me? So they call them glizzies. They call them glizzies, bro. And, and you gotta. It's fucked up because I seen a nigga cut it up and he had to cut it up and eat it like a slider. You know what I mean? Too hard for life. Bro, like, yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you can't get caught on camera eating the glizzy. Uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm but yeah, bro, I, I don't have a single one. You, you know what I mean? Control your narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Always, always. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm just glad. I kind of look at this, like, Sunday service. We come and record every Sunday afternoon. Fellowship. And, uh... I want to give a shout out Hallelujah. to all the new faces and visitors and the returners that squad, came squad, back this week and all the familiar faces. Um, shout out to Ty. Shout out to Ty who didn't make it this week. We she definitely. Uh, she doing a solo thing. Yeah. She uh, went solo, <laughs> y'all. She doing another pod. She I ain't going to link y'all to it, though. <laughs> ain't nobody want to see you, Otis. We hating. Nah, nah Ty doing her thing, but she will be back next week. And uh, yeah, man. Another episode. Enjoy y'all week. Enjoy this episode. And we will be back next week. Irresponsible, y'all. Peace.